0: This week on Savvy Citizen, we're talking with Kayla Adams, who's the volunteer coordinator at Gaston County Cooperative Extension. With her is Caroline Ingram, who is a very active volunteer. She's a member of the Master Gardeners group, but she recently joined ECA, or the Extension and Community Association. Caroline's going to talk to us about her experience with ECA, and we'll touch on the other volunteer groups at Cooperative Extension. Enjoy the show. you know Savvy Citizen now has a live music series? Check out the monthly episodes of Savvy Sounds, where we bring you original music and interviews with musicians from in and around Gaston County. View it on demand on the Gaston County Government YouTube page. Just search for the Savvy Sounds playlist. Welcome back to another edition of the Savvy Citizen podcast. Today we have with us Kayla Adams and Caroline Ingram. Kayla Adams is the volunteer coordinator for Cooperative Extension in Gaston County. And then Caroline Ingram is actually a volunteer uh, in several groups, but uh, she is a volunteer with Cooperative Extension, and she just recently joined the Extension and Community Association, which is kind of what we're going to get into. Um, Co-hosting with me today is Dandry Bradley. Hey, everybody. So we will just... Jump right into it. So, Kayla and Caroline, what volunteer opportunities are available at Cooperative Extension?
1: So, we have multiple opportunities really kind of with whatever you're wanting to volunteer with. Um, Our main three volunteer groups right now are the Extension and Community Association, also known as ECA, um, the Extension Master Gardeners, also known as EMG, and the Extension Master Food Volunteers, which is our newest volunteer group, um, and that is known as EMFV. Uh, we also have volunteer opportunities through 4-H and school gardening programs, so we kind of hit all different elements across the board.
0: Okay, and Caroline, what what do you participate in exactly?
1: I am a Extension Master
2: Gardener, so I took the Master Gardener classes uh, last year and began um, member or volunteering with that group there. And I'm also recently, thanks to Kayla's influence, a member of the ECA, which is kind of the Homemakers Guild, is what it used to be.
0: Yeah. So what made you want to get into ECA then?
2: Um, Kayla, (laughs) I have always wanted to learn to sew and Kayla organized um, a sewing class. And when I took the class, it was um, only four people there in the class and two instructors. And it was a really great hands-on experience. And the volunteers there of like the sewing guild and quilting guild were so kind and welcoming and just really encouraging. And after Two classes, we made a pillowcase, and I went home and took that and made myself my first ever quilt. And my instructors were so excited for me, and their um, excitement and support was really contagious.
3: It sounds like I need to take this class. So I'm I'm telling my age here, but back in the day when I was in uh, junior high, um, I took home ec. Mm. And sewing was one of the um, lessons that we had, and I failed (laughs) miserably. So yeah, it sounds like I need to get
2: involved. It was great. I had never opened a machine. (laughs) I bought a sewing machine just to take this class. I had never opened a machine. And those two classes, like I learned, I mean, I left with two pillowcases that I made and I had never opened a machine before.
3: See, that was the project that we were supposed to do, make a pillowcase, y'all. Mm-mm. You can do it, you can do it. Yeah, sounds like I need to get involved it, in ECA.
0: I sewed <laughs> my first pillowcase in middle school and it did not make it through the bus ride home. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. So
3: you should take the class
2: also.
0: So Gavin like
3: and it. I both apparently yeah. need some sewing lessons because woof.
2: Well, will well, be back they in 2024.
0: Yeah. But Caroline, you had already known Kayla Through Master Gardeners, right? Yes. Um,
2: Kayla, I knew her through the Extension Office. Um, I'm a volunteer Master Gardener there. And Kayla has been amazing at helping us really get out our um, kind of more public-facing side, we really want to bring more people in and let them know what the extension offers. A lot of people don't realize like how much the extension offers, um, and most of it is at no cost to the public. So lots of classes and opportunities to learn. So working with Kayla there brought me into the ECA.
0: Yeah, your taxes are already kind of paying for it. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Take advantage
1: of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If it's free, it's for me. That's my motto. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Extension. We have a lot of really cool resources. Even if you don't want to volunteer, there's a lot of cool resources that you can um, just utilize. And a lot of our resources come from our volunteers that, um, for instance, the Master Gardeners, they have a lot of really interesting things that happen throughout the year one of my favorites is the info line so as a resident you can call in um, anytime from april to october and you actually get to talk to a master gardener you can email in and they can kind of guide you through that um and Coincidentally, our Master Gardener program is ramping back up in January and February time, so uh, feel free to apply to be a Master Gardener. Um, courses start February 1st and they are a hybrid course, um, so more info on that, you would need to contact Julie Flowers, our horticulture agent, but she um, she will be glad to talk to you and kind of give you more information if you want it. Yes, please come join <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> so. For those that don't know, uh, Caroline is also a member of the Friends of the Gaston County Library. So you, sounds like you're kind of involved and you probably also work. Is that right?
2: I do. So (laughs) I'm a um, pediatric nurse practitioner. So I work full-time, but that means three 12-hour shifts. So I still have, you know, more free time, I guess, than the average full-time working person. But we really try to um, offer volunteer opportunities outside of the typical like nine to five working hours also. That's something Mm -hmm. I'm really passionate about because I work, a lot of um, our members are older or retired. So um, that hasn't always been the case, but we're really trying to push to get more things outside of the typical working hours for people to volunteer. Very cool.
0: Well, it sounds like you're very involved in the community. Um, I'm just kind of wondering what your experience has been since you kind of tacked on the extra, um, sort of the extra volunteer work the with ECA like you know would you do you do you feel like that's impacted you on a personal level or you know or maybe the people you've met and you know at, at ECA and expanding that
2: Definitely and like I was saying about the classes they're, um the ladies at ECA are so encouraging and supportive. And, you know, I I don't have anybody that I know that sews. I mean, my grandmother did, of course, but she's passed. And so I don't have anybody in my life that I know that um, is sewing things, but they've all been just very supportive. So they're kind of, you know, my Uh, go-to now. So if I have a question, I can text my instructor and say, hey, like, look at this. Or even as soon as I finished my first quilt that I made, I immediately texted her a picture. And she was so pumped for me, you know, so having that sounding board and that support there is really great. And I think that in the community now, that's not as easy to find as as our kind of our community. And um, being a part of these volunteer organizations really has helped with that.
0: Yeah. And I feel like it's easier to be busy and be involved in, in multiple groups, or organizations, whenever you're enjoying the things that you're doing. Maybe, you know, you're not being made to go there, you know, like it's volunteer work. So you're actually there because you're passionate about what it is you're doing Definitely. and the classes, of course.
2: Definitely. And we have something for everybody, really. I mean, at the extension, I mean, like Kayla was saying, now there's the food volunteers, things like that. Um, and the ECA, Master Gardener. I mean, there is a volunteer opportunity for anything that you really want to do.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, growing up, um, I knew about ECA, but, you know, like some, you know, youngins, I'm going to call myself a youngin, <laughs> you know, we just kind of assumed that, you know, sewing and homemaking, that's for more of an older crowd. Right. So how are y'all, you know, just trying to just break in that stereotype?
1: So one really big thing that... Um, Well, back up. So working with ECA, I started in January and I came in really in a post-COVID era. Um, They still kind of had not necessarily a COVID mindset, but we still had a lot of the carryover from that. We had lost a lot of our valuable members, Mm -hmm. um, health reasons, you know, people got older through COVID. I mean, that's a fact of life. So now coming into it, it was a much smaller group, a much less active group. Um, And getting them to kind of see that we really need to open those doors back up and start building those bridges back with the community Um, and you know they they carried on community work they made a lot of masks during COVID to donate to a lot of places Um, they still did their baby blankets for the NICU and those kinds of projects but they didn't have the classes that they used to have right so we started offering a lot of classes specifically the learn to sew which has been probably our most favorite class that we've offered this year Um, and started offering the craft classes after hours on weekends and really trying to hone in on those people that work and can't come at 10 a.m on a Tuesday me (laughs) yeah me too trust me me too and even though I work there and I get to see all the fun sides of it I don't always get to partake in it so that you know I want to partake and support them as well. Um, They've actually taught me to quilt. Their first thing was like, okay, you know, we really want you to make a quilt. And I was like, I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) Um, So about three months in, they made my, I made my first quilt alongside them. And now I'm like five or six quilts into the year. And they're like, okay, you can stop now. (laughs) Um, But no, they're, like she said, they're really supportive ladies. And um well, and we're, I mean, we're obviously open to men too, but currently we only have ladies in our group. Um, and we have recently started offering classes that entice, you know, all ages, all genders, everything, because we, I mean, we want, we want you in there. Right. Um, and you don't just have to take a class. You don't have to be a member to take a class. Obviously we would love your membership and love your community support, um, but we get it. It's not for everyone. Um So, yeah, that's kind of with Extension as a whole. You don't have to be a part of a volunteer group to volunteer with Extension either.
0: So really quick, uh, just for those who don't know um, about kind of how ECA spends a lot of their time when they are together, it's kind of twofolded. And we've touched on it a lot, but just to set the record straight. (laughs) So there's sort of this class side, but then there's also this community service side. So talk more specifically about, um, you know, the what eca is doing for the community
1: so eca we're we're kind of like behind the scenes um so we are not the faces in the community we are the hands behind the scenes um so just in 2023 alone for the time that i've been here with them um they have done a i think over 150 baby quilts for the nicu we've done right at 100 pillowcases that donated to the lake waccamaw boys and girls um, home down in the wilmington area um i think it's wilmington um there is oh what else what else do we do um, um the the scarves. yep the operation gratitude we've done warm up america so those are our crocheters and knit and knitters um, they make blankets and scarves for military and homeless Um, We have done the shirt savers savers for Web Street and Holy Angels. We do um, care bags for the local adult daycare centers and a lot of our um, lower income nursing homes. Um, So we're kind of everywhere, but we're not out, you know, our face in the public. So a lot of people don't really know we're there. Wow. That's amazing
3: (laughs) that y'all are able to accomplish all that. How many volunteers do you have right now that's doing all the knitting and crocheting and
1: yeah so our 2023 roster we had 56 volunteers on our roster of those 56 we had about 20 to 30 that were active Um, and by active I mean that they were in there almost weekly doing something Um, we have a few volunteers that actually actually have been working behind the scenes for about two years now getting a Janome long arm machine to be able to help produce more Um, because currently with like the baby quilts they would make the quilts and then whenever it came time to quilt them they either had to outsource it or do it all on their machine or do it by hand. Um so by having the long arm machine we're able to produce more things more effectively and quicker. Um so for 2024 that's something that we're really hoping to utilize more. Very so cool. talk
0: about the long arm machine because I believe <laughs> that's what I got to see last yes. week. Okay. Yeah. yeah and you were talking about making your first quilt but it's literally like my my <laughs> perspective of it is like a giant sewing machine that is on like a table I yeah. don't
1: know no I mean you, you pretty much hit the nail on the head um, so it's really just a, a very extended size um, sewing machine it can be done manually or it can be done computerized we have a computerized one um, but yeah you just kind of roll your quilt on this frame and you program it and it does all the hard work for you
0: it's really neat to watch operate yeah. I mean I've never really seen I guess an automated uh, although that day I think they were manually doing it but yeah I I saw some of the patterns in the quilt and I could just only imagine what that looks like automated. That'd be really cool to watch.
1: Well, and looking at it too, I mean, getting to watch it and watch it go from the computer to the quilt itself. I mean, I'm a super techie person, so I mean, I guess I get excited about that. Um, But seeing the outcome is kind of like, wow, just imagine having to do that all by hand.
3: I can't even, like, no. We've already established that I cannot sew. I don't sew, I don't knit, I don't crochet, I don't do any of that. But, you know, our listeners who have, you know, been listening for a while, they know that I recently, you know, started a homestead. And one of the things I've been wanting to learn is how to crochet so I'm excited. We offer free these, yeah.
1: classes yep we have um, the second and third Thursday of every month from 6 to 8 you can come learn to crochet for free with our creative needlers so come on and spend time with them. Um, your husband can take care of the homestead for a couple nights
2: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and even if you're an experienced or Mm -hmm. have a little bit of experience, but you're having an issue with a certain stitch or something like that, you can bring your half done project up there and there will always really be somebody there that can help you. Yeah.
3: I literally only have like needles, like (laughs) the crochet you know, hook and the needle, yeah. like that's literally all well,
1: I have. <laughs> and so all of our community projects are done with donated materials and donated materials ranges from yarn and crochet hooks and things like that to fabric and um, the beads and the batting. I mean, you, you name it, we have it, but it's all donated. So at any point, if you're cleaning out your craft room or whatever, and you come across some things, um, don't forget ECAs there because that's how we succeed in creating so many community projects. Um, So if you join ECA and you want to get involved in community projects, then you don't have to provide your own materials for those. You literally come to us and get what you want and you can take it home and do it. You can do it there with, you know, the ladies that are there sewing or crocheting that day. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's a really cool way to be involved.
3: Well, that's great because anybody who's listening who's like, well, I'm not into the ECA stuff, but I have a whole lot of crafts that I'm looking to, you know, get out of that junk drawer. that junk closet Mm -hmm. now I know
0: where to take it
1: spring (laughs) cleaning is coming up so you know feel free to just call me and we can set up a day for you to drop it off (laughs) (laughs) exactly so
0: before we get into how people actually join ECA I'm just want to know from both of you um, and Caroline um, as a volunteer you know what's your favorite aspect of ECA and then for Kayla you know what's been your favorite aspect of working alongside ECA
2: Uh, I think my favorite aspect is really the, the support, like in the community that's found there, the, again, the ladies are just so supportive and so kind and welcoming, you know, even if you, the first few times I went in, like I haven't really met anybody and everybody is very um, welcoming when you come in and they're very excited to have you there. So,
1: yeah. I think my favorite thing about working alongside them is seeing their excitement whenever we do have new volunteers, new members coming in, um, and then just the excitement with the classes. I mean, every time we've had, and I know we've talked a lot about learn to sew, and we do offer more than that, but like I said, that's probably been our biggest ongoing class this year. Um, after every class, the instructors would text me pictures and videos, and just like gloat about how great their people were and how much fun they had. So I mean, it's not just fun for the people that come and take the classes or the people that are involved. Volunteering, um, it's it's fun for everyone. So I I enjoy it, and I mean most days, if y'all are there at the Lucille Tatum Center and they're holding a class or a workshop or something, I mean I'm normally in there with them. So it's it's a really it's a really cool place to be.
0: I like what Caroline was saying about um, sort of like this team mindset of like you know I guess it's kind of like what you said, bringing unfinished projects. Like I think that having that support system of like, hey, I'm having trouble with this, and then there's probably five people who may have a different way of fixing it, but they are there to help you, which I I just think that's really neat. So it's sort of like melding all of this experience together. Exactly. That's awesome.
1: The amount of knowledge that is in that volunteer group is insane. And the, like, even with master gardeners, the amount of knowledge that these people have, um, because I know we have over a hundred master gardeners on our roster and, you know, just the amount of knowledge and knowing that that's a resource for the community, whether it's because you want to take a class you have a gardening question whatever it may be it's just it's insane to me to know that I went this long in life without even knowing they were there and now that I know they're there like how can I use you how can I you know be a part of this right let me pick your brain exactly (laughs) yeah before
2: I joined Master Gardeners which kind of prompted me to join I started a garden with very little experience. And so I was using Google a lot, um, which is, (laughs) um, you know, as we all know, it can be a little sketchy. And um, at one point, one of the articles I read said that you should uh, sterilize your soil before starting seeds. And it suggested putting it in the oven. I'm serious. This is (laughs) serious. (laughs) And I know. So I told Craig, I was like, I want to start some seeds like on my own. And this thing says I need to put it in the oven. He was like, what (laughs) and I was like text your dad because his dad's like a big gardener and his of course he laughed you know of course and he was like please get off of google you know so (laughs)
0: 375 for 20 minutes yeah
2: so he was like (laughs) you know get off of google and I was like I've really got to learn more and that's what really took me to master gardeners and obviously you know we've learned a lot Mm -hmm. but like Kayla said there's so many people there I mean we have a man who does bonsai Oh, wow. How cool cool is that? So he taught one of our classes, which are open to the public. We have our Mm -hmm. monthly meetings with speakers. um, And he did a um, presentation on bonsai, like we have so much knowledge. One of our Master Gardeners actually works for the USDA in their seed science lab here in Gastonia. That is so cool. So she did like a presentation on like um, the biology and things of seeds. So I mean, there really is just a wealth of knowledge that you can tap
3: into. Absolutely, especially you know um, we've had you know Linda Minguez on mm-hmm. on the podcast, and when we were talking about just homesteading, when you guys were going to be doing the Homesteading One Hundred and One. We were just talking about the increase in the number of people who are now, you know, starting very small homesteads in the county and how it's so important that, you know, all this knowledge is not lost, whether it's canning or gardening mm-hmm. or crocheting, knitting, because, you know, again, traditionally, it's always been the older generation mm-hmm. that's had that knowledge. You know, my grandmother was the sewer or, you know, the crocheter. Like, I never learned any of that stuff. And, and so... I'm just glad to see that it's not a it's not a dying art anymore. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me too.
0: So we've talked about all of these amazing benefits <laughs> and all this wealth of knowledge that you could have access to as a volunteer, but there are some requirements. So Kayla, what what do you got to do in order to join ECA?
1: So to join ECA, you have to be 18. Um, That does not mean you can't come if you're not 18. um, If you are under 18 and want to come take a class, uh, just make sure you have a parent, guardian, or adult with you. That is responsible for you. Um, But you have to be 18. You do have a yearly due of $20. Um, That does give you access to a lot of things. Uh, Everything from discounts on outside classes or workshops that we offer with um, instructors versus our community days are free. And then you also have access to go to our state and national conferences, which are really really fun. You get to meet people across the state and on a national level that have the same passions about you. Um, You get to be more involved in the community projects through those. Um, And then our biggest perk right now, as being an ECA member, if you are a sewer, is that we are opening in 2024. um, We are opening the Janome long arm certification for our current members and new members that are joining. So you can use it to actually. Um, quilt your own quilts if that's something you wanted to do in addition to working on the community quilts. Um, But yeah, there's there's not a whole lot of requirements. We do have some smaller things like, you know, we ask that you come to two meetings a year um, and give us 16 hours of your year in some way, shape or form in volunteering. Um, And the really neat thing about ECA is like we have a few members that do like Meals on Wheels or they work with Girl Scouts and stuff like that. And those volunteer hours, because you're in the community, count towards your ECA volunteer hours. So you don't always have to be at Lucille Tatum to be a volunteer. Um, And then with Master Gardeners, you have the course through that. You have the application process through Julie. And because I'm not directly involved in that, I don't want to give too many details with it. Um, But yeah, so you can be involved with both of them. And then our Master Food Volunteer Program is with Linda Mingus. So she has all of that information as well.
2: Cool. And the Master Gardeners, our requirements are pretty similar, yeah. but you do
1: have to take the course
2: um, prior to joining. Yeah. You do have to take the course. It's a 10-week hybrid, um, which has been really great. It's one Thursday evening a week for, I think, 10 weeks. Yeah. And that's kind of to lay the foundation for the Master Gardener Learning. And then you will join our volunteer arm. And the requirements are um, 10 continuing education hours a year in a gardening kind of area and then 20 volunteer hours yearly is what our requirements are Um, and you know like Kayla was saying through ECA there's a lot of opportunities with the master gardeners we have the info line Mm -hmm. that she talked about our volunteers um, answer those calls so if you have a gardening question you might hear me calling you back (laughs) Um, we have our seed bank that we have at all the Gaston County libraries that we started um, and through that, there's classes that we hold once a month. So that's a volunteer opportunity. We work with Creative Opportunities, mm-hmm. which is um, a facility, a day facility for uh, adults with special needs. Um, there's the school gardens, mm-hmm. the Web Street, hydroponics garden. So there's a lot of opportunities there as well. Yeah. Cool.
3: Very cool.
0: Yeah. So. Caroline, this question's for you. What would you say to someone who's been considering joining? Um, I guess any of these volunteer groups, but um, anyone who's considering joining ECA or maybe someone who's listening and they're just now figuring out about all this stuff (laughs) for the first time. So what's something you'd leave them with?
2: Please come. We're really fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just try it. Yeah.
2: We're cool, guys. (laughs) Come play with the cool kids exactly
3: that's all you need to know yeah we're a
2: lot of fun and we usually eat yeah so if you're hungry uh you can uh, you know come eat and sew something
3: you know people travel for food they really
1: do it (laughs) is a draw yeah it is a draw how do you think they lured me in so easily
3: (laughs) i I mean you're right
1: it was snacks i like
3: snacks
0: (laughs) for those that that don't know so lucille tatum uh, that's the building that uh eca will like meet in and like I was over there for a little while last week and they were literally asking Kayla, Hey, what do you want from this restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) yeah,
1: everything, I don't want to say everything revolves around food, but it is a nice perk.
0: (laughs) Oh, we can, we can definitely (laughs) relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) We're always talking about food.
1: Always. It's one of our favorite subjects. Yes.
0: So just wrapping this up with a, a nice bow. Um, how do you join ECA? Who do we reach out to?
1: You reach out to me, uh, Kayla Adams. You can email me at kayla.adams at You can call me at 704 866 three six zero seven or you can go online to the gaston extension website and under the eca tab there is a link for how you can join we update all of our classes and all of our information there as well monthly if you wanted to reach out more about master gardener reach out to julie flowers it's julie.flowers at com, or you can call 704 awesome excellent Thank you guys so much thank for you. being thanks here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, really I, so. I
3: have new volunteer opportunities yeah. to pursue.
1: <laughs> we expect to <laughs> see you and I will email you all the learn to sew stuff. <laughs>
3: oh, please do. Please do. Because the struggle is real.
1: Yeah, It's fun. You'll have fun with us. You'll fit in perfectly. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> D'Andrea, thanks for co-hosting. And yeah, thank you both for coming on and come back anytime. We're always okay. open to ideas. So.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you very thanks much. for
3: having us.
0: All right, listeners. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later.
3: Now playing from the Gaston County Communications Office, a brand new documentary series, cold cases from police departments across the county, some going back more than 50 years. Join us as we breathe new life into these murders and missing persons cases. Maybe you have the very clue police need to turn these cases from cold to closed. Gaston Unsolved. New episodes monthly on demand for viewing on the Gaston County Government YouTube page.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. It's produced by the Gaston County Communications Office with hosts Janet Schaefer, DeAndre Bradley, Elizabeth McGee, and Adam Gobb. Joshua Braswell serves as executive producer, and Gavin Stewart serves as field reporter and producer. Please like us and share reviews on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Coming up on next week's show, we'll be talking to some folks about the Backpack Weekend Food Program. Check it out.